Hello and welcome back to Let's Get Weirding. I'm Megan Sunday. And I'm Bo North. On this show, we are discussing Frank Herbert's Dune series, chapter by chapter, and today we are here to talk about chapters 21 and 22 of Children of Dune, just as soon as we contribute to our own dream existence. Mm. Oh, these Doesn't chapters. Doesn't that sound fanciful? It sounds fanciful and fancy, and these chapters are neither of these things. <laughs> yeah, they're t- a couple grubby little chapters, aren't they? Frank thought, you know, I bet people miss all those meetings. From, from Dune the First. <laughs> um, so let's uh, bring those out. Let's Franklin. bring some more. Franklin, Francis, Frank and <laughs> Delio. <laughs> oh no, man. <laughs> hey, before we get started, I want to thank everybody who participated in the anniversary contest. Yes. Like, I know we did a little Instagram live video, but if you missed it, we drew our winner. Congratulations, Michael. Uh, hey, Mike. We're super excited. And everything is on its way out to <laughs> to the winner now. So, hooray. Yeah, I did so. not sit. I know it is. I, I actually went to the post office. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. I did it. Yay. So, uh, but we had like over 160 entries. Awesome. Which for, I think we're still a pretty small show. So to have that many people like interested in this giveaway, like granted the prize was amazing, but like (laughs) I still super appreciate everyone that, that uh, participated in that. That was really awesome. Yeah. It was, oh, it was so good. And I'm so happy that the winner is so happy and yeah. It really lifted me up, and this epigraph is about to make me come crashing down. (laughs) Because it's a long one, and you know how I do with long epigraphs. (laughs) It's long. These just, as so everyone is prepared, these chapters are just, it's a lot of setup. We're back into a sort of a a holding pattern for setting Mm up a bunch of stuff that's going to go down, which means, of course, that everyone's going to have lots of meetings and lots of just glaring at each other. Yeah. So I mean, shit really starts to happen in chapter 23 but we're not there yet no not yet so that being said i will read this epigraph for chapter 21 it is from the book book of leto after hark al Ada. and here we go the assumptions that humans exist within an essentially impermanent universe taken as an opera- operational precept. Wow, I'm really getting off to a a, a super start. <laughs> Very <laughs> like freshman year philosophy paper. I totally and so many thesaurus words in here. Okay. <laughs> uh, demands that the intellect become a totally aware balancing instrument. But the intellect cannot react thus without involving the entire organism. Such an organism may be recognized by its burning, driving behavior. And thus it is with a society treated as organism. But here we encounter an old inertia. Societies move to the goading of ancient reactive impulses. They demand permanence. Any attempt to display the universe of impermanence arouses rejection patterns, fear, anger, and despair then how do we explain the acceptance of prescience? Simply, the giver of prescient visions, because he speaks of an absolute, i.e. permanent, 
realization, he may be greeted with joy by humankind even while predicting the most dire events. Oh my god. Wow. What a mouthful that was. Dry as a desert. That was mm -hmm. not exciting for anyone. Um, I hated it. Least of all me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I do actually kind of like the second part of this. Um, you know, that we demand permanence and even... <laughs> Even, like, if someone's like, oh, I can see the future, we're just like, okay, sure. That's true. Like, we prefer to know. It's like, please tell yeah. us something. Give us give us something to just rely on. Yeah, I mean, everyone, I don't know if you had this conversation when you were a little kid. But, like, you know, I feel like a lot of kids, like, have that conversation that eventually everyone will die. That eventually the earth will, you know, turn into a cold little rock floating in space like i had parts of this uh sure oh no well my parents were very young they did their best but <laughs> no they just put it all out there uh. so i've been living with that kind of like existential dread my whole life and i'm pretty used to it you and you and alia <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah uh he's having a great meeting today yeah i um, i love that it it totally sort of like negates the emotional weight of chapter nineteen. Oh because my god, Duncan's is back. He's just back. Hi, it's Duncan like, Idaho back again. Like, no, you had a big emotional goodbye where you were just like, Farewell to my wife. Yeah. Now here I am back again. Hello. Yeah. Annoying. Cause he was on his way out and then she called him back and was like no no no, wait we have to have a meeting so hello here i am uh, right you can't i mean this is going to be very ironic but you know it, it does lose a little something if you just keep bringing characters back yeah even if it's duncan uh-oh <laughs> it's gonna lose well... some emotional weight more on that later. More on that later. It's Much it's the later. same problem. I recently I'm just thinking about this because I recently reread something I had written for the spool about uh, Thor: The Dark World, mm -hmm. and I was discussing that within it where there's a lot that I enjoy about that movie, but you can tell that they were like, "How do we get Loki into this?" Because we got to have that mm -hmm. Loki action, and I think that's sort of the issue that comes up with any kind of popular character is just mm -hmm. well shit everyone likes this guy but it doesn't make a lot of <laughs> sense if he's here. just better bring him in i don't know uh, right and with loki they're just like we don't know what we're doing uh <laughs> he's here ladies and gentlemen <laughs> we found I tom mean, hiddleston he was just hanging out you can't just drop a tom hiddleston in your first movie and then not follow up with more tom hiddleston no this is in very subsequent true movies i mean but it's, it does get a little like surprise. Yeah. It's Loki. Yeah. Like, uh Um I, this I know show like, not when sponsored he... by Disney Plus. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> In no, fact, sadly. let's not even mention them. Yeah. Ooh. They are they Please. are very litigious. <laughs> Please don't sue us, Disney. Uh I need access to Frozen at all times in this house. <laughs> oh so we yeah there this room sounds boss i'm just gonna point that out every oh, yeah. so often frank describes a room or something that is amazing it is so it's this the council chamber 
Mm-hmm. It has silver curtains. Silver curtains. Awesome, first of all. Yeah. Immediately awesome. Very 90s. Uh, it's, yeah, very much. I'm surprised there's not, like, some sort of sparkly star beads in some of the doorways. <laughs> but that's right. in the set, I think. Uh, there's big garnet tiles on the floor and rugs everywhere. My birthstone. You know? I love it. Ooh, that would be beautiful. Wouldn't you love to have a conversation with a decorator where you're like, well, I want garnet tiles. And they're going, hmm? <laughs> <laughs> like garnet colored? You're like, no, no. The stone. <laughs> It'll be great. Going, I am uh, meeting with a designer next week to talk about my kitchen. So <laughs> I want garnet flooring. It'll be yeah. great. Very practical. The energies. Uh, and then... <laughs> Uh, so Duncan and Rulin are there sitting on big old whale fur couches. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, yes, whale fur. Bring it. <laughs> Bring it all to me. Such the ultimate luxury. I, I want to know, are the whales fuzzy? Or is this like some weird kind of ambergris situation where I don't want to oh. know where this comes from? <laughs> uh, even though I know where ambergris comes from. Like, I just... Yeah, I don't know. Are any, like, maybe it's like a baby whale, like baby seals have soft fur. But I don't know. I don't want them to be killing baby whales. I, I want mean, to imagine me neither. I want I... to think that the whale fur industry is ethical, but, you know. <laughs> is any industry ethical in Dune? Exactly. <laughs> or is any e- industry ethical, period, full stop. Mm. Capitalism, my Boom. friends. Uh, I would just like to imagine that in the future, there are big fuzzy whales that you can just shear like a sheep. Yeah. And that's how you get whale fur. And it's, everyone likes it. And they do it. And there's contests in Space Australia. (laughs) I don't know. There's obviously a Space Australia. I saw Captain Marvel. Don't tell me scrolls <laughs> don't come from Space Australia. Uh, there's lots of Norths. There's, lots of places have a North. That's every Dr. planet Reed has a say. North. Uh, <laughs> and every galaxy has an Australia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they have actually, they, uh, every, I'm thinking about this now. Every galaxy has just yeah, an Australia and a New Zealand. That's true. They, yeah. You have to. It's balance. Carl Urban gets out there in space sometimes, too. Yeah. So everyone's here at this meeting. No one wants to be there. Alia threw this meeting but doesn't want to be having it. <laughs> Duncan right. is like, why am I back? I like how completely out of this entire scenario, he has just removed himself from the situation. He yeah. is just laying around like, so, I don't know, babe. Somebody tell me why he's even there because he's not helpful or participating or anything he's just sitting there letting Irulan do all the work and you know I mean Irulan's fine but she's not a mentat she's not a mentat uh I love that Alia is so pissy that Irulan just has this sort of great resting face Mm -hmm. where she's just like god look at her like just (laughs) trained in her father's court and this and it's like yeah like she's a princess that's sort of what they do Um, there's a lot to obviously be negative about a ruling, uh, mm-hmm. for, but just the fact that she's trained in courtly arts isn't really one of them. Like, that's no. just sort of what happens. <laughs> uh, you know, there's, society has many rules. 
uh, especially if you're in high society and I don't even know how space society like was probably really <laughs> obnoxious. Um, yeah. Alias is like, I think maybe sometimes her whole attitude masks that she might not like me. <laughs> like, mm, yeah, you think? <laughs> yes. I don't think she likes much of anyone except for the twins. Yeah, I think she just likes the twins. She tolerates Jessica. Uh, you do have to hear that, like, her face has gotten thinner and tougher. Like, yeah, because she's mm. had shit to do. For her, from her years on Arrakis, because she is an old crone of, like, 35, maybe. I would love if they did the, if there was any kind of you know, sequel to the Lynch Dune that was just like sort of peak kind of late nineties Virginia Madsen, like when she was mm. on Frasier, where she was oh, just yeah. very like curvy and just like, hello. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, hey everyone, here I am. <laughs> if it's like uh, a ruler, are you she's, okay? She's very beautiful. She is. I just I I watch a lot of Frasier, so I remember when she was on Frasier. <laughs> was, she was you know. on elementary too. Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah, she played Aiden Quinn's like second wife. That's hey, all right. Not bad. Not bad, Aiden Quinn. I know, right? You could do. Why worse. were we just talking about Aiden Quinn? Oh, because I said, um, "How are he and Tony Goldwyn not related?" Oh, that's right. Sorry, I just I was like, why was I just thinking about Aiden Quinn and like not watching Practical Magic? Yeah, I know. Oh, Practical Magic, so uh, good. Amazing. If you've never seen Practical Magic, one, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Um, it is endorsed by this show. That is a heavy endorsement. Uh, yeah. Practical Magic, get into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is nothing. To, I just don't want to talk about these meetings. I'm sorry, everyone. So, okay, I'll, I'll just like. Just like, I, I just want to describe how he is just lounging around. <laughs> In his uniform, yeah. his it's his green and black uniform, like his Atreides uniform, but it doesn't have an insignia on it. He's just like wearing the colors, and apparently this makes all of her guards really pissy because mm-hmm. they're just like, well, we wear the insignia. He's just like, oh, you're her husband. It's like, well, yeah, I guess he can kind of do what he wants. Like, I mean. yeah, but I mean, he's an Atreides. He's a company man, man. Till he dies. Well, I mean, and how? And dies, and dies. And dies. Yeah. He's um, like, please let me go. I'll just kind of, like, plow through, like, Yeah, you, the you gist, do this. You do the it. Ge- the gist of the chapter. So, let's see. Um, The whole reason that Alia is, you know, sort of freaking out and not having a good day is because uh, she's gotten this, like, this petition basically from all of the uh from Naibs to let Lady Jessica back on the Regency Council basically like they want Lady Jessica there to like be a voice in the governing body and she's Alia's like not having it she thinks that this is some kind of chome conspiracy um, also Benny Jesuit thing uh, everybody <laughs> Yeah, everyone's in it. There is some interesting stuff that kind of gets thrown out in this chapter that is just barely talked about and never mentioned again, I think, or maybe it's mentioned later. But uh, one of the things is some of the lesser houses have are now kind of like moving money around. They're, uh, you know, ordering soup doctors and 
mentats and all kinds of things. Like they're just sort of doing these extravagant purchases, <laughs> I guess, for lack of a better word. I don't like the thought of buying a person, but <laughs> they're <laughs> spending money very extravagantly as if they're going to move up from minor house to major house. And Alia thinks the only reason that would be would be A, if they lost the Fremen, B, if they lost their spice monopoly. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, there's the possibility that someone has stolen a little maker and taken it off planet and is starting to make spice. And that would, you know, definitely break their hold. So they would have like no leverage. The Atreides would be, you know, uh, they would be very unpopular. <laughs> but like publicly i i do like the part where so duncan is really just not bringing it to this meeting he doesn't want to be doing mantat stuff he doesn't want to be there <laughs> no. uh he doesn't want to look at alia he he's happy when she isn't looking at him because he doesn't want to have to see her face mm -hmm. uh and she's you know she's thinking like why did i even get him back here i should have just had Javid interrogated Rulin and the Baron inside her is like, yeah, that was that was my idea. I don't know why you brought this guy back. Uh, <laughs> and there's this, like this moment where that... she's like, he's a Mentat and we have to have them, but wow, it would maybe be nice if I could have a machine. Yeah. Because this guy is just not bringing it. I wish I could have a little, like, a little thinking machine. That might have been nice, but Larry and Jihad just wants an <laughs> iPhone. She's like, please, I Pretty need Pretty much, it. yeah. This husband I got, let me just get this iPhone. I mean, I like, I also like that this bit, because I like knowing that Alia is still in there a little mm -hmm. bit. It's not yeah. all barren. Yeah. Although, poor Alia at this point. I don't even yeah. think she knows what's Alia anymore. No, I think he's driving more often than not. I also appreciate that every time Chom comes up, someone has to remind us what it stands for. Like yes. they do, we've been here. Yeah. <laughs> Our, uh, uh huh. Like that's yep. how people talk. Like if you say ATM to me, I'm always like, oh, that's right, Bo, an automatic teller machine. Yeah. You're like, uh huh. <laughs> Please don't say ATM machine because it's a redundancy. No, that's I don't care. Yeah. But, my husband used to get very like me about it. You know, he was oh, very pedantic. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> then you changed him. That's the only way you should change a person. I think. <laughs> no. I think age just changes no, people. <laughs> I just would like it if that was like your one. You're just like this is how I changed him. <laughs> I mean, I got him to eat vegetables, so I think that's the positive change I was looking for. Yeah, my husband wears fewer layers of button-up shirts now. Than, than once he did. But then it's also not, like, you know, 2005, so. <laughs> yeah, and I like that Alia is just, she's slapping down all of Arulin's ideas. Arulin's like, well, maybe it's Chome. And she's like, oh, really? Then tell me what you hate about Chome. It's like, well, everyone mm -hmm. hates Chome. Like, just stop acting like suddenly you're all about it. She seems to think that this is part of a plot and mm -hmm. not a, a plot against her. And this yeah. is the kind of the only useful thing that Duncan does in this chapter. You know, he goes to his little Mintat mind palace and figures out that the real threat is going to be against the twins. And he's like, <laughs> just like, oh, I get it. They're going to try to kill the twins with an animal. 
Because the ruling starts is just throwing out ideas. She's like, let's just see yeah. what sticks. Uh, maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. And this this also brings us to another fascinating element of Dune, mm-hmm. uh, which is that Arulan says, well, maybe a biological weapon. And Ollie's like, oh, my God, we are Atreides have like immunosuppressant. Like we, we we've taken care of that element, mm-hmm. you know. And she says, well, I meant more like, you know, something that has poison, like an animal. Mm-hmm. To which Alia says, the house ferrets will prevent that. Now there's house oh, ferrets. I want, I want that to be my job. I want to be in charge of the house ferrets. Like, apparently we've just got just, this is how we're keeping, I guess, I don't know, spiders or mm. poisonous rat. I don't know what's happening, but they have house I was ferrets. thinking, like, a, a poisonous hedgehog or something cute. Hilarious. It would have to be something cute. Uh... Just, just, just like there's this strong. I don't know why they're not like mongooses or something. Like mm-hmm. strong Ricky Tiki Tavi flavor, and she brings them up like six times. Like Arulan's like, well, maybe someone could smuggle something, and she's like, house ferrets. Arulan, we're fine. House ferrets. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. <laughs> but it's like, but maybe we could check house ferrets. <laughs> she says, well, maybe you could train, maybe someone could train one of the house ferrets to attack. And she's like, no, the house ferrets are loyal to us. Like, Where do these ferrets come from? And why are you so obsessed with them? Uh-huh. I'm obsessed with them. I am too. But I feel like Frank Herbert had just like seen a ferret. And he was <laughs> like, you know what? Mm, Dune. Those things are pretty cute. <laughs> this Got is them. great. Put them in <laughs> yeah. my book. I really wish it was like the house red pandas or something. The uh, house pine martens. Arulin's just like, uh, so uh, maybe there's this chance, because it comes up that maybe there's this chance that like, you know, people, again with the breeding, mm. um, that Paul was a quote, social mutation and <sighs> that there are th- you know, three people who could still perpetuate this mutation, and everyone's like, it's the twins, and it's just, like, points at Alia, which I love. She's like, mm, finger <laughs> yeah. guns, this one right here. And <laughs> Duncan's just like, what is wrong with these two? Like, why am I here? They're nuts. <laughs> He's so bored. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's as she starts talking about the animals, Duncan has this sort of, like, hold on, I have to think about this and he's like you know what might do it though like a really big animal and he says i think that there's something to this maybe we should say don't like import any animals onto the planet for a while well (laughs) he actually has like a vision of the twins and like these claws Mm -hmm. swiping at the air over their heads and it's like real okay (laughs) And he asks about the the clothes that were sent from House Carino and have mm. they been sent to the twins? And both Arulan and Alia are like, yes, because they're fine. And he's just still, he can't quite, he's realizing that this is also less of a Mentat computation, almost prescience. And he knows that if he tells them that, they're not going to believe him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's just like, I really just think we should just say no outside animals. And... Alia's like, well, one, that was Rulin's idea, so it's obviously crap. <laughs> Two, there's smugglers who, it won't matter if you say you can't legally bring any big animals, because somebody will find a way. 
Yeah. And three, house ferrets. <laughs> I'll put my dependence on the house ferrets, she says. Alia is putting all of her eggs in the house ferrets basket. Idaho shook his head. What could house ferrets do against claws the size of those he envisioned? Nothing. House ferrets. Nothing. <laughs> uh, They're fucking ferrets. They can die. Then he definitely has a moment where he's like, I wish someone would kill my wife. He does. Oh, Maybe I could kill my wife. No, I'm not going to do it. No, no, I'm not going to do it. Like, ooh, gross. <clears throat> An uncomfy moment for me. And I find it unbelievable because one, Alia misinterprets his look that she thinks mm -hmm. that it's a concern that like he was like, you know, resting his hand on his knife because he was like, I'm going to fight for you, baby, or something. <laughs> but the idea that neither she nor Rulin would have been like, hmm, what was that? <laughs> Duncan, you okay over there, bud? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, Rulin is still like Benny Gesserit trained. She's still very observant. Yeah. And Alia very specifically thinks he's mine, not Jessica's. <laughs> and yeah. so this is sort of our first little like you know something's up with Duncan either than just sort of Mentat stuff you know because yeah. he says that it's not he can't he can't back up his claim about the animal attack with anything like Mentat like he doesn't have enough data mm -hmm. but he just knows that it's right and he knows but again like I said he can't say I had a vision because they're going to go what you did? No. Yeah. Duncan, you don't have visions, my bud. Um, mm. <laughs> nothing special about you, Duncan. You're just... Uh. <laughs> I also like the part where someone is... They're talking about all the different issues and that she says something about... Uh, um, Alia says, like you were saying, they... Uh, the lesser houses have been getting like soup doctors and sword masters yeah. and she's at twisted mentats and Duncan is just completely like oh that's not a thing <laughs> <laughs> I wish people would stop bringing it up but there was one issue that I had a pro okay yeah so while he's thinking about that where he's just like there's no such thing as twisted mentats like <laughs> this is just sort of you know a hoax that they're bringing up like they tried to twist me but I was able to overcome it it's not an infallible practice they're they yeah. the Tlaxu want people to believe that they can do that but they really can't but he says his example is that Piter had maintained his own essential dignity accepting death rather than surrender his inner core of selfdom at the end uh no he died by accident yeah I, I was gonna <laughs> say like Duncan who who told you that like what <laughs> propaganda Where did you have get you been that? listening to because that man died by accident when the duke bit his tooth <laughs> he didn't get out of the way fast enough that's was i guess maintaining his own essential dignity sure sure all right whatever duncan Ugh. duncan why don't you sit up man you're in a meeting <laughs> yeah this is just me just being like i don't know just like get your shit together dude also, I'm envisioning, you know, this is Jason Momoa, and it's like, you are too tall to be lounging all over the room. Yeah. Like, how big <laughs> is this room, my friend? You were like 6'4". Get up. Sit up. There's no room for you. But he does wish that maybe someone would kill his wife. No one is going to kill his wife. So he's like, all right, 
I gotta figure out someone who's gonna help the twins then. Yeah, so he's like, you know, he's gonna rush off back to the sitch and see what he can do for the twins. And that's kind of where we end the chapter. He's like, I guess I could talk to Jessica. Mm -hmm. Eh, That won't be awkward (laughs) at all. Right. Hello. Remember Remember me? me? (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, and he's just like, maybe he's like, because he thinks, you know, hopefully she is not, you know, working for the Bene Gesserit and will turn against her grandkids. But she's the last hope I've got because he thinks, you know, if I, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing I can do with Alia. Um, yeah. Stilgar is already doing all he can. So even if I tell Stilgar, there's really nothing he can do. Yeah. Plus, Alia is feeling very, very betrayed by Stilgar right now because mm-hmm. he signed that petition thing. Uh, he signed the, pe- yeah, there's a petition, uh, BT dubs. And he's also like, they're all talking about the preacher and Duncan is like, yeah, he kind of knew like my secret codes and stuff. So what's up with this guy? Like there's also a point where Duncan fully just yells at Alia that to just tell mm-hmm. him whatever. Cause she's not giving him all the information. He's like, you know what? I can't do shit about shit until you tell me everything. So why don't you just get to the point? Yeah. Like, Ooh, this is awkward for a ruling. She's just like, Oh, <laughs> Look over there. Like, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> but there's the part where he's, you know, she's just like, yeah, they think the preacher is my brother. Whatever. <laughs> and he's just like, you know, Stilgar is, the, you know, how could he deny the mother of his god? And Idaho's just like, mm. uh. <laughs> he's like, that's, that's some touchy stuff to say with a ruin right there because ruin's just like uh do you mean my true love <laughs> oh my my husband my boo <laughs> oh honey oh honey like he talked to me nicely like twice that's <laughs> love sure that is uh, love so speaking of jessica yeah it's this time is for a... jessica yeah it's a it's not an exciting chapter, but it's setting up for an exciting chapter. And I just want to note that Javid is in this chapter. We hate him. Anti. Yeah. Anti Javid. Totally. Like, I, you know, what Alia does in her personal life is her business, but Javid sucks. He sucks uh, and is so consistently referred to as just being like water fat and shiny and like. Yeah, she was like, moist. he's. I love this moment because Jessica looks at him and is like, oh, he's a paradox. He's a well-fed Fremen. Yeah. She calls him a robed genie. (laughs) That feels, it feels racist. I was kind of like, I don't know where we're going with that. It feels, it feels racist. I don't know. Um. It's not explicitly so, but it does feel that way. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an odd turn of phrase to use for ostensibly a person of color. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we ever get, like, you know, specified with that, but he's a Fremen, so we'll assume. And, yeah. It's just a just... little too close to the G word for my comfort. Mm, it's just a little too, oh, it's a brown guy in a robe. He's a genie. Yeah. 
Like, like there's genies in the future? Like, we're still talking about genies? All right. Um, Not calling them, like, gin and, like, making it an actual, like, part. Okay, anyway. Sure. We're just talking about genies. Uh, Somebody didn't watch 15 seasons of Supernatural. And it shows. (laughs) Or American Gods. Yeah. Uh, There's... There's a lot of that storyline that Frank Herbert would not have appreciated. Oh, no. <laughs> what do you uh. mean? Like the explicit sex of a guy, you know, the explicit scene of a guy having sex with a fire dick? <laughs> you know? Yes, that's what I mean. I mean, that's good stuff right there. It, it really I mean, it really, it really sucks the way the show went. is kind of taking a turn, but... I haven't watched it since season two, so I have no idea. But, you know, firing Orlando Jones was a bonehead move. Well, I guess before we get into this next chapter, I should read this epigraph. It's a short one compared to the last one, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This comes from Law and Governance. The Spacing Guild Manual. Sounds like a really sexy fucking read, guys. (laughs) Thrilling read. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Good government never depends upon laws, but upon personal qualifications of those who govern. That's a terrifying thought. I'm sorry. Hang and on. It's personal qualities, <laughs> not just their qualifications. It's them as their people. Their qualities, yeah. Ooh. Okay. The machinery of government is always subordinate to the will of those who administer that machinery. The most important element of government, therefore, is the method of choosing leaders. Well, we failed that shit. This is a horrible epigraph. Like, (laughs) good gravy. Yeah. Like, let's just base all of our decisions on, I don't know. I was going to say how they appear on Twitter, but people already do that. So let's move on from this. Good golly. We had eight years of GWB because people wanted to grab a beer with him. So I'm not, I don't love this line of thinking no no there should you should not just be like this person seems cool Mm -hmm. um uh but i'm just i don't have the energy right now no i'm gonna be honest (laughs) to quote mrs doubtfire as i often do i just don't think i have the strength (laughs) i think you can find it somewhere in there uh (laughs) so jessica's just strolling in yeah. Um, there's this morning, the morning audience where everyone comes in and asks Alia for stuff. And she yeah. said, hey, mom, why don't you come? She's like, I don't think this is legitimate. I think this is suspicious. But <laughs> whatever. She full out is like, she can't kill me here. Then I'll be a martyr. So. <laughs> yeah. I love to feel that way when I walk through my home. Oh, with sure. My, with my daughter. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, you your daughter, anything. yeah, I would keep an eye on her. She's too <laughs> smart for she's too smart for her own good. She's oh too smart God. for your good. She's I is. worry for you too. <laughs> and she uh, has at least one time said, "Oh, mommy, there was a human walking through the house last night, but he was a shadow." <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I just went. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to sleep tonight. <laughs> I live here. <laughs> I know I'm on the other side of the country, but that's still so unsettling. Uh, Jessica's still looking good. Yeah. I just want everyone to remember 
that she is 37 years old. Yeah. But still looking looking Remarkably sharp. well preserved. Uh, she's 37. not 37. She's like <laughs> 45, but still. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm 43. I look young, whatever. She's uh she's still slender. Well, uh, if you can if you can make it into your 40s still slender then. Yeah, I mean, that's actually like Congratulations. You know, uh props to you. Uh she dyes her hair. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love that this is very specifically stated that yeah. she has a professional hairdresser who keeps her hair bronzed. Like, yep, no, do it. I like, love that we got that confirmation. You know, it's fine. Um, and I also like that she notes that some people would probably be like, oh, you haven't changed at all. But that Benny Jesuit would be like, mm-hmm, I see all that stuff. Like, great. That sounds real mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> the sisterhood. <laughs> right. This is sort of catty, like, oh, look at you. She also mentions that she had talked to some Betty Jesuit who, when they asked her to come to Arrakis, who basically just, like, tricked her. Yeah. Like, it was a big test. They were like, well, we asked a Mentat, and they said it was a good idea. And she's like, oh, you don't know better than to trust Mentats? And they're just like, ha <laughs> that was a test. <laughs> yeah, trick question. Like, oh, no, I don't need this. <laughs> this is frustrating for everybody. Well, they the reason they want her to go is... Well, the reason they say anyway is that the government has become too destabilized to really mm. rule effectively. And I mean, fair point. You know, Jessica did warn Paul about having a religion as your government. It's not ever a good idea. Nope. So, yeah, that's kind of why she, that's the reason, apparently, why she's there. Yes. And so she's just strolling through. She runs into Javid and she's just like, yeah, all right. Ugh, Hello. This guy. Uh. <laughs> uh, he's Which... no longer in her entourage because he was just like, I guess I'm leaving. And she was like, yeah, bye. <laughs> yeah. She does not have time for him. Period. There are like she... six times that people are like, I think he's banging Alia. Maybe. Don't know. Maybe. Don't know. Uh, it's Ollie tedious. is man in more ways than one. Ugh. If rumors were to be believed, they're sleeping together. Just, it's just they're guys, having who sex. Who cares? Who cares? They're adults. Well, Shut I up. I care. I mean, because this is poor decision making on her part. I mean, yeah, it is, but eh. I mean, I would say I've, I've, you know, there's worse. I guess there's a lot <laughs> worse going on. However, mm-hmm. um, she's. He shrugs. I do love this. He shrugs at Jessica and she thinks this is the age of the shrug. <laughs> Amen. Oh, please. We need I love to put a good that... shrug. Somebody put that on a shirt. Uh, I love I love a good shrug. I think that we should have more. Mm-hmm. More shrugs. Do you have a favorite? I do. Is it I have Han a favorite Solo? Shrug. No, <laughs> it's Ben Solo. <laughs> <laughs> in a very dreadful movie it was just one little you know ray, ray of sunshine oh, that is fuck. one of the great moments of our time is this knights of red being like wait what <laughs> <laughs> he gets it from his dad <laughs> yeah <clears throat> sorry, that's I'm my just... favorite shrug yeah no no the the solo boys mm-hmm. they know how to shrug yep uh, not how to be boyfriends, but how to shrug. No. Um, 
So, yeah, and then I don't even know what Javid starts doing now. He just starts, like, throat singing or something. And Jessica's like, well, this is interesting. Well, doesn't he come up to her and he's like, hey, so what do you think about this preacher guy? Yeah. And she's like, I, I don't know. I don't care. Like, whatever. It's fine, yeah, I guess. It's just like, you know, Alia is deliberately taking a long time to get here. Yeah, uh, she's pull- she's drawing all this out. She's like, yeah, this is the drama of the Atreides bloodline. <laughs> None of them, they can't stop. Um, it cannot be contained. <laughs> once this is more, another way that I the think the drama begins. Once more, the drama begins, and I think this is another way that we should, you know, there should be more written about what Star Wars took from Dune in terms of just a family bloodline of drama. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm making a really big entrance right now. Like, of course you are. <laughs> and yeah. just, yeah, again, in this this family, it's just... Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised their heads can it. fit the door, honestly. Oh, my God. I don't know how they get through the day. They should all have to f- have stabilizers to help them float around to carry their giant heads. <laughs> Those egos are heavy, man. Oh. And she's just like... I don't know what's going on. Like, Alia is here, and I'm listening to everyone's conversations, and I guess I'm whatever. Javid is very shiny. Mm-hmm. It's very it's very humid. Which yeah, she's never not loving. Been. She's not loving that, and really, honestly, same. I hate the humidity. Yeah, and I don't want to be humid indoors. No. Like, let's not bring that into the inside. Thank you. <laughs> uh, she says, well, she gets daily reports. She's like, yeah, yeah, take that back to Alia. <laughs> and Javid's just like, well, then you know that people are saying. She's like, yeah, that he's my son. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> like, do you have anything new to share with me, Javid? Nothing? No? Okay. Right. <laughs> I mean, what do you even do here? Uh, again, so he <clears throat> says, Javid says, this question has not yet been put to the Menta Idaho. Perhaps that should be done and the thing settled. And Jessica thought, here's one who truly doesn't know a mentat's limits, although he <laughs> dares put horns on one. Okay, we know. Yeah, we get we get it. I <sighs> do find it interesting that they use the same turn of phrase where she thinks that in his dreams, if not in fact, which is the same thing that Alia said about her and Gurney. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do like that mother and daughter both are like, maybe getting laid, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> don't know. Yeah, you two are, you guys are too comfortable talking about this stuff (laughs) uh so javid's just like well it doesn't bug you this whole thing with the preacher and she's like no i don't care he's like but have you heard what he says about your family she's like yeah he starts using a lot of like formal language Mm -hmm. thy son yeah my holy daughter it's like i don't need this (laughs) i don't need this weird lord of the rings bullshit coming in here like yeah, Back or it like, up. it's very much. Um, that the... would not turn against him. Like, no. I okay. was gonna say it reminds me a lot of the monster, uh, Frankenstein's monster in Penny Dreadful. I oh, that. you never watched it? Oh my I god! Have so Showtime. <clears throat> listen, there, it's all on Netflix now. You gotta watch okay. it. It's okay. like Rory Kinnear plays the monster. Oh, okay. so I mean, and for two I, seconds, I thought you said Greg Kinnear, and I was like, I'm not no, interested in this. <laughs> Rory Kinnear, that's fair. Uh, who that's I totally love, fine. like, no, no, I, 
I love him a lot, but I hate this character so much. And it's like, he's so, he's such a fucking, like, he's almost like an incel, I would say. Like, Well, I think that that does make sense. I mean, this is also the same being who was like, "Uh, I'll kill your whole family if you don't make me a lady. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, when he does get a lady, she just wants nothing to do with him. But she, like, delivers the most amazing speech of like any tv show ever hands down the best anyway look dude i saw black mirror yeah just not interested in anything you have to do (laughs) oh man that's really such a bummer because i love the actor so much but to make him do okay anyway (laughs) that uh black mirror does that to a lot of actors um yeah so she's finally just like, you know what? Will you please get away from me? Mm. Begone, she full out says. Begone. Yeah. And she she has to end up using the voice to get and him to people, leave her the fuck alone. And everyone notices. And so definitely yeah. we hear that that almost immediately starts working on his social cred. Because people like will not talk to him now. Because they're like, oh, <laughs> Lady Jessica that, was like, get That was embarrassing me. for you. <laughs> like, ooh, awkward. <laughs> you know, it's like everyone's gonna know that Alia wasn't coming on time, and that her mm-hmm. mom begonned her favorite. Yeah, uh, I love this turn of phrase where Jessica says that she felt that her body had walked into this place with her soul creeping behind. Yeah, that was a nice turn of phrase. She's just like, I don't, uh. <clears throat> and it's very fitting for Jessica. It's very fitting for this moment. Hmm. You know, she's like people are also not really talking to her, mm-hmm. and she's just like because they know that Ollie is afraid of me. Yeah. And there's a priest nearby who's just talking bullshit, and she's like, "This is this was all a mistake." Yeah. Yes, it's <laughs> like you had a lot to do with Jessica. Yeah, because he says some like some kind of bullshit about like, oh, I I'm in the habit of never saying like. Or disagreeing with things I don't agree with, really, because and that's called diplomacy. And, you know, some of the courtiers are like, um, but Jessica's she's, like, you motherfucker. She's the Duke would have transported such a one to the farthest available hellhole. I should have come back sooner. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I was just so happy on Kaladin that I didn't notice. You know, I didn't come and check what Alia was doing. And it's like, or she said something child. like. Only the most extravagant of her of her deeds or whatever would reach Jessica's ears. And it's like, didn't you miss her? Didn't Maybe you miss doing your it for kids? attention? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she says, I contributed to my own dream existence. How seductive it is to live in peace. Like, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Also, you were just like chilling on Khaled and banging Gurney for... 12 years or however long yeah so, like woo woo could not be bothered i would have loved to get this slight i mean did they send her an invitation to their wedding did she like get this card <laughs> in the mail and it was the save the date and it was like alia <laughs> trades and duncan idaho and she's like what mm. <laughs> spit out drink like mm, pardon the who and the what word <laughs> gurney comes looks over her shoulder and she's like oh <laughs> yeah gurney was around back in the day he knows what's up yeah 
I feel like Gurney's problem would all honestly just be mostly that he knew that Duncan was like a fuck boy and he's just like, oh no. <laughs> or he's just yeah. like, oh, he's settling down. Look at that. It's good for him. I'm glad he's finally, she's like, no, dude. Oh my God. <laughs> With my 15 year old. Oh, gross. Anyway. <laughs> Who is... Speaking of said 15-year-old, no uh, longer 15, but she finally comes into the room with all her Amazons. Still awesome. Yeah, still pretty... That's pretty dope. Just as She just got, like, a bunch of Brienne of Tarth's. Just... Mm-hmm. That's fine. Like, we're or fine like I, was th- I was thinking Robin Wright from uh, oh. Wonder Woman. Or both? All? Yeah. All? Let's, just, let's say all. Let's say all. And I mean, that's. Robin Wright is, yeah. <laughs> also, anyway. uh, yeah. Then also Valkyrie from Thor Ragnarok shows up. And it's great. Oh, yeah. What a life. <laughs> what a life for Alia. We support this. Um, yeah. Yeah. So finally they show up. They both, they give a little stare down. Mother daughter mm-hmm. stare down. And Jessica's like, she's trying to kill me. <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> My word. You know, the doors open, they start walking in, and she's just like, she thinks she can destroy me. She's gone mad. Like, yes. Yeah, she's basically like, she'd be crazy to try. And this and is the like, where she's finally like, you know, maybe this has something to do with the secret message that Duncan Idaho sent me. <laughs> yeah. Like, you guys used to be good at this stuff. <laughs> at the plotting and the secret messages. Like, Jessica, sure. you read a secret message that was on a leaf. A leaf. <laughs> and now you're like, Duncan sent me a note that said, danger, must see you. And he used an old battle language. And yet I feel like maybe this is something to do with Alia. <laughs> She's like, well, I'm going to have to ask him next time I see him. Yeah. <laughs> no urgency. No, I none I will at just all. Look him up the next time I'm out in the desert. I will see <laughs> what Duncan is up to and ask him some questions. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh lady. <laughs> what if so it was that... just like a booty call? Like, must oh, that'd see be you. hilarious. You up? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm hey, sorry, babe. what? <laughs> yeah. Divorcing your daughter, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Like, what does this message mean? <laughs> um, so anyway, that's the end of the chapter. I'm, oh my god. Like, if I saw it sound unenthused, it was just like, eh, it was whatever. We're Next chapter up, yeah. Yeah, is more exciting. There's definitely some stuff starts moving. Mm-hmm. Moving and shaking in the next chapter. So more tigers, more laser, laser tiger. Laser tigers. Laser tigers will be back. <laughs> So I'm I'm actually like gonna watch UK uh RuPaul's Drag Race UK tonight and I, I desperately want next season for them to have a queen called Laza Taiga. <laughs> Amazing. It can't be any weirder than Bimini Bonboulash, who is yeah, my that, favorite. That is uh that's quite a name. It's awesome. Anyway. So that's the chapters. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Nothing much to it, I'm afraid. No. But um <clears throat> so do I... we have any anything any final thoughts? Uh no. Um it is 
the age of the shrug. Everyone go shrug <laughs> at someone today. You can do the one one shoulder uh, yeah. or a big full two shoulder. Yep. Uh, as we've noted, if you want to bring some solo boy energy into it, you bring in the arms. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's good in any situation, whether you are facing stormtroopers on Endor or the Knights <laughs> of Ren on whatever the fuck planet that was. Exegol. Exegol. I hate, I hate that Exegol. I remember that. <laughs> I should know that because I've read more than one fan fiction about the yeah. next friend. So oh, okay. they're often on Exegol doing whatever it is they're doing, and I think we all know. Yeah, I mean, um, we. I can guess what they're doing. <laughs> wink, wink, wink. <laughs> uh, I still, I will not look up Dune fanfic. I just, I can't, I can't, I don't. I'll take that bullet. Yeah. I just, well, one, I know for a fact that people are just going to write it because of Oscar Isaac. And then we Mm. we know it's going to be inaccurate because, Mm -hmm. you know, this is going to be inaccurate. So that part I'll be like. It's fan fiction. So. Granted, but I've always had, you know, just as a little. The ones that stick closest to the character that are usually the best. That and also I do have issue. There's just some relationships that some things I've read where they're just like, oh, this is the other little author's note. that's like in this story, such and such character doesn't exist or they're not together or whatever. Mm. And that's usually like, OK, fine, because you're, you're yeah. writing your own thing. But there are some things I hold close close to my heart. And like mm-hmm. one of those is Leto and Jessica. So it's like, yeah, yeah, I don't really want to read a story about him like cheating on her or doing whatever because. No thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I no. wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to read some like. I wouldn't want to read like a Han Solo story, where he's like having an affair. Although no. God knows, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but I wouldn't want to read it because it's like no, no, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm not here to judge people for what they do in their lives, but at the same time, like I know what I like and what I find entertaining. Exactly. <clears throat> so that's that anyway well we d- i just like to say exegol exegol <laughs> exegol <laughs> planet names movie. are so silly but they really are dune and star wars it's mm-hmm. just like i know we're you're scraping you know yeah you're, you're trying to come up with somewhere i will and... give this to to the marvel movies that they, they do that pretty well true yeah um, but it's just sometimes, especially in something like Star Wars, where you're just like, I don't want to use any of the existing ones. I'll just make one up. I don't know. It's <laughs> called Exegol. Exegol. Uh, <laughs> it only has one uh, one weather pattern. Yeah. On the entire planet, because that's how planets work. Sure. Uh, but it's also how planets work in Dune. So I like that that's a, a theme, a thematic well, similarity as well, where it's like, I don't know. Caledon's they do say wet. that there's polar ice caps, don't they? Granted, but it's still like on Caledon, there's oceans and it rains. Mm-hmm. On uh, Arrakis, it's very hot and it's a desert. Yeah. So on Naboo, we have Jar Jar's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, not Gungans. Thank Uh, God. Thank God every day. Whatever deity or not deity, just if you want to thank Dolly Parton. Mm -hmm. um, Frequently. There are are no aliens in Dune. 
Yeah. Because no. I really think that if Frank had decided to go that route, it could have mm-hmm. gotten wild. I mean, looking at what we get without their I being mean, aliens. Yeah. If he had decided, like, you know what? I think I'm going to make up some aliens. We'd be like, nope. Mm-mm. Well, I'm just kind of sort of thinking about like that last book, and it's it's weird enough on its own. With you know, you don't really need that extra spice. True, and I think that that if he had decided at that point to be like, you know what, they're gonna find a planet of aliens. We're like, nope, oh god. <laughs> I don't know. I would read it. I well, there's plenty, I'm, but I'm a completionist, so. You are not, or you would have read, I don't know, Sandworms of Dune and... Okay, no. <laughs> I'm an original series completionist. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, it is a burden. It is a burden that I don't want. I don't want to get so invested in series that when the authors, <laughs> J.K. Rowling do horrible and say horrible shit, I wouldn't feel like it was cutting off my arm to stop reading that series. Fair. Fair. Or if you're an author who decides to, well, one, be incredibly litigious about fan Mm -hmm. fiction, and two, (laughs) just suddenly there's lots of Jesus. Yeah. Um, Oh, Anne. Oh, Uh, Anne. Or, you know, Atlantis. Aliens. Speaking <laughs> aliens. of aliens. Oh, that's right. I always forget about the aliens because I haven't read those. The ah. vampires are aliens. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I refuse. I still refuse. I will always refuse. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> the only space vampires I respect are, there are two. One are okay. the space vampires from the Choose Your Own Adventure series, Space Vampires. Okay. Choose Your Own Adventure book. Sure. And two are uh, the Wraith from Stargate Atlantis. Oh, okay. Who are kind of space vampires. Uh, They are Mm -hmm. definitely space uh, pale dudes with long white hair, which, Mm -hmm. I mean, thumbs up, obviously. Yeah. Uh, So we support that. Um, Sounds like Dark City in space. Kind of. It had its moments. Also, we're tying it back in because Jason Momoa. Oh, right. Just bring it all around. Full circle. (laughs) Full circle. Well, I think... That's a good Australia. <laughs> I think that that's a good place to dip in in it for the week. <laughs> Plus, I'm losing my voice, if you couldn't tell. So. Oh, no. <clears throat> uh, I did realize, in terms of plugs, that I had not mentioned that I was recently on Kill by Kill. Woohoo! The podcast of our dear friend, Gina Radcliffe and Patrick Hamilton. Yes. Uh, we were talking about the movie The Fan. Oh, amazing. Which, not the Wesley Snipes one, which you might no. think. The Travolta but, one, right? No, the Michael oh. Bean one from oh. uh, 1981, where he plays a young man who is obsessed with Lauren Bacall. Nice. Because that's, sure. Yeah, I mean, she's she's very hot. Uh, but it's it's definitely, it's, it's, we forced, we kind of forced Patrick into doing it because both Gina and I love that movie very much. <laughs> and he was just sort of like, fine. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, okay. But we had a good time. And yeah. so everyone should check that out and just check out Kill by Kill in general. They just yep. released an episode on Leprechaun in Space. Which, oh, so good. Come on. We all need that in our lives. Absolutely. And they've also been doing a short They've been doing like these little mini episodes about music videos, which have mm-hmm. been just chef's kiss. Uh, yeah. So 
check them out. Yeah, if you like them, you, you know, you can find us on there, too. Mm-hmm. We did uh, a couple episodes of a, a recap show about The Stand. It didn't last. I mean, Which there were some... There were some reasons, but mostly it was just because we all hated the show. <laughs> well, yeah, we were like, you know what? There's only so much we can bring in to I this mean, that isn't you just know, us screaming. I only have so many hours of my life to live, and I don't want to spend it watching that. <laughs> I, I, I lie. I watched all of it <laughs> because I hate myself, and it was it was not good. I have diamond painting to do. And mm-hmm. a Star Wars fanfic to read. Yeah. Um, I don't I have mean, the time. Priorities, dude. Priorities. Yeah. So that is going to do it for us this week. Please check out Megan's episode on Kill by Kill. And as always, you can find us over at thespool.net where we write about film and television. I just reviewed Murder Among the Mormons. I didn't enjoy it as most people did, but, you know, I've got my reasons. And uh, I recently reviewed the new Punky Brewster reboot, and I mm. did not like it. Um, <laughs> but I got to make a nice trapped in a abandoned refrigerator joke. So there's oh that. no, <laughs> oh <laughs> well, uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram at Weirding Pod, or you can send us a letter to weirdingpodcast at gmail dot com. That's going to do it for us this week. We'll see you back here next time. Until then, be nice. And take your spice. spice. Bye. Bye. Thank you.